happen in California and Texas and New York and we go to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan and then we're going to Washington DC to take back the White House. Yeah! I don't I don't know why you're playing that but I have a feeling it's because of my voice today. Is that no, it? No. I really just noticed that your voice was bad now. <laughs> I talked to you a little yeah. bit earlier. No, I, I guess uh, there, no no reason. It's Friday. It's random. We have laughed at that several times in the past and haven't played it in a while. But after hearing it, am I wrong in assuming that this is what Britt Venable sounds like after a good defensive play in practice? <laughs> <laughs> that is still – it has to be one of the greatest audio clips of all time. Rarely can you go directly to an audio clip where a guy doesn't necessarily say anything wrong, but it still ruins an entire presidential campaign, <laughs> right? I say worth it, man. <laughs> I do too. Worth it. You know, missed opportunities. I don't know why we didn't do – because during the NCAA tournament, everybody does their brackets of best, you know, whatever. Oh, an audio Why clip didn't bracket? we do an audio clip bracket oh, in the two-seed in the South region? <laughs> that actually may be a one seed. Oh, I love that. I don't if you're if you're trying to seed Gundy quotes, I don't know where the um the Twitter tirade about kids being in their parents' basement or um the pet turtle or that one there. I mean he's got he's got an entire region to himself, doesn't he? You know, we had a conversation earlier this week why OU fans don't uh, dislike Gundy all that much. I, I guess his beliefs there are pretty much in line with the entire OU fan base. That's what I'm. That's what I'm starting to think now. What's funny though is, right now there's a bunch of OU fans like the. I I'm not going to say they're sitting in their basement, but they are definitely needling everything that happens out there on Twitter right now and. Because of the circumstances, I am absolutely here for all of it. I think it's great. Yeah, no, it is. It is great. You're right. He would have a whole region to himself, <laughs> at the, the Gundy region. It would just be really tough uh, picking 16 audio clips from that guy. Please, please, please never retire. Please I, never retire. The Perhaps the best ever is whenever he's trying to convince everyone about, you know, how how great it is that he was actually up watching film. Oh, I was up till 2 a.m., you know, like no one else. He's like, he's like he's the only coach that's ever done that before. Or he's the only person, you know, that 
works hard or, you know, has to spend time at whatever their job may be. <laughs> now, you guys probably all at home in bed sleeping in till nine o'clock in the morning. What uh what happened to your voice? By the way, I'm these headphones, they changed them out and it's Isn't uh, it amazing? No, these ones are not those the ones that you have are amazing. These ones are that I have, I mean, it's just awful. What you're wearing right now? Yeah, it's it's yeah. Is that the, is that not the new one? I don't I have no idea, but it's not the you ones that it. I just yeah. It's like yes, I hate it. <laughs> That's it's like uh, when you go to the eye doctor. What's better, uh, one or two? It's like God. Number one is so much better. Can I get that one back, please? Wow. Well, the ones that were in here before were so awful that I I went and got my own and brought them in here and was nice was move. doing that every day. But um, my voice. It was a combination of a lot of talking yesterday, um, a smoky environment out at the casino, oh, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. Um, straight from there to do a television show. Straight from there to uh, scream at a bunch of seven-year-olds in the cold at a baseball That's game. That's what did it. It wasn't all the talking or anything. It was the seven-year-olds in the cold yelling that at them. Is, that, I think that is what really did me in. Um, I, I'm not going to talk about seven-year-old baseball, but last night was a disaster of a baseball game. I, I thought I was going to have to do – an Augie Garrido after the game. <laughs> yeah, that would have gone over real well. Please post just, it on YouTube <laughs> like that Augie. I saw you randomly watching that like last week. Uh, I was getting ready for Locked In and you were sitting there watching it well, listening it was, to it on full blast. It was trending on Twitter like last week or 10 days ago or so for some reason. I don't know why it was it was back making the rounds. But yeah, um, almost had to do that with, with seven-year-olds. Opening line would have been perfect. 15 minutes from now, you guys aren't going to care about this, so I'll sum it up real quick. <laughs> which, I, 15, they didn't care about it to begin with, which I guess you're not supposed to at 7, right? Uh, would you like to hear a story about how Muleshoe has happily gone from a fishbowl to life in an aquarium? Oh. In Norman, Oklahoma, he was living his life in a fishbowl. On 3 wrote this story. Who was it? Ivan Mazel. It was... Um, it was interesting. He's kind of detailing what his life in L.A. has been like thus far. He was in the uh, the Stan Kroenke, the owner of the Rams, his uh, yeah, his box during that. the Super Bowl. Muleshoe was saying we were the odd people out. Like everyone else knew who everyone else was there, and then it was just like me and my wife, Caitlin, standing there. Like Kenny Chesney apparently came up to him and said, "Hey, can I have a picture? I don't want to bug you though." And he's like. Dude, you're Kenny Chesney. Like, yes, of course, we can we can take the picture. But he's detailing um, that it would get to a point around here where his life changed so much that he was self-conscious and, you know, quote, a lot of times I got to where I wouldn't go out to eat much. People were just fine. It was just I didn't want to be in the position of, well, I've got to get up from dinner and go take a picture. I didn't want to put my kids through that, but I didn't want to be the jerk that says no either. My answer there a lot of times was just, I'm going to remove myself from it. Yeah. And just saying that, you know, he was in a fishbowl there, didn't feel like he could ever go out. Here, he's a lot more anonymous instead. Wait, well, yeah, I guess to a certain degree, it's, it's, Number one, a way bigger place with 
you know, millions of people. Uh, that's number one. Number two, you rank about number 5,000 on the top celebrities list out there. So, and I think people are a little bit more used to rubbing elbows with people that are famous, sure. right? And maybe, and I don't, I'm not saying that people don't handle themselves well here, just. I guess maybe it's not nearly as big of a deal out there if you see someone out. Yeah, he's he's an introvert. Um, Mulesu is, and and that's fine. But there's two ways to look at situations like that. As the head coach of OU, you're right. You fall way back in line in LA of of your importance in this state. You're the you're the number one public figure, mm-hmm. right, bar none. But there's two ways to look at it, and the two, you know, the the previous head coach and the current head coach handle it completely differently. He didn't want to do it, therefore he completely removed himself from the situation. I feel like Brent views every single interaction as an opportunity. I don't feel like Brent Venables is not going to go out because he's afraid of fans coming up to him and wanting a picture. I feel like he views that as an opportunity to make an impression on someone, to give back to the fans a little bit. Um, which, I mean, whatever, I, I, I can't blame Muleshoe all that much, I guess, because that's his personality. What I'm saying is, is now you have a coach that like seriously thrives in those types of situations and is great in those types of situations. I think you'll see it at the caravan coming up here pretty soon. Two things. Number one, uh, and I'll just say, I agree with everything that you just said, but I wonder I wonder how much of it is that it's a a new like he's taken over as head coach. It's you know he's just now on campus. They're they're in spring. He's been here what four months or so, yeah. give or take. So I wonder if there's like a a bit of he's got a lot of steam for that right now. Like he doesn't mind being in front of people telling them about what they're going to do and and like what the new direction is and and what they you know what they want from their players and what they um you know want to help provide for the fans and what maybe they're asking of the fans like i think he there there's there's a reason that he's he's so into being in front of people right now i wonder if that is something that fades after Year two, year five, year seven. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Uh, some guys are just naturally that way. It really doesn't matter. That's how they they handle themselves. And, you know, Venables is like, – he doesn't appear any different to me. He's just in a different role where he happens to be front and center more. Um, that's number one. Number two, w- whenever um, Dan Cody, Dusty Dvorak, and myself were there Wednesday to talk to the team – it was early morning. We talked at, at 7 a.m. After the team meeting, we went uh, with Coach Venables over to eat breakfast at Headington Hall. And whenever we were walking over, he he was talking to people that were passing by on the sidewalk. We walked into the building. He had a conversation with the, the lady there that was you know, like checking names as people that were going into the cafeteria. And then he walked over, and I think it was maybe like some track guys that were over there. 
And he was cutting it up with those guys and had the whole place like laughing and was there talking to all those guys for 10 minutes. Yeah, and I, I think that's just his personality, man. Yeah. It, and it, I know I talked to you about this before whenever I was watching, you know, Matt Rule kind of work the work the room or work the, the field on a game day. It, it ha- he has a Matt Rule type of feel where he's just kind of talking to, to everyone. So I think that. I think it's genuine, and I i mean, there's a chance that it's maybe just because of everything's so new, and then you kind of get into those patterns, and you don't want to deal with it, but I, I think it's genuine, and it's here to stay. Yeah, I, I don't know how unintended that was with this hire, um, but it seems like they really needed to make a hire with a head coach that has that type of personality, because how many people have we heard from on the text line the previous four months saying... You know, honestly, I had kind of, you know, I, I kind of lost my passion a little bit with OU football. The mm-hmm. same thing was happening every single year. My access to the program was not there. The home schedule wasn't sexy. Not that there still wasn't passion for the program, but there were some people that were, you know, starting to lose it at least a little bit. I think that those people that were starting to lose it or maybe feel on the outside, it, it, at least now, they feel way more in tune with the program than they probably have been in a while, I would guess. Yeah. And I think that that's the effect that you get with him as a head coach. Yeah. And like you mentioned the caravan stuff that's coming up. I, I think that that's going to be – I think it's going to be fantastic. I think maybe for the first time you've got – and I, it's not that – I don't think Lincoln or Bob were bothered by the caravan – you know, it was just something on the list of, of things to do. I think Venables is like excited about it and really, really wants to get out there and get the whatever they're doing in the program out in front of the people. They're also trying to raise some money right now too. So there's no doubt <laughs> he's putting it. He's definitely putting it on in front of those people. I was talking to Toby about it last night at the huddle, and. I was asking him like if if he's doing the caravan and he's like yeah I think he's he's got I don't know I don't remember what number of the events that he's doing with Venables but he was like shocked that Venables wants to sit like have a meeting about how it's going to go like what's going to be asked detail like, oriented everything um, man go over the questions go over the responses all of that and Toby's like I could just email you a list over and it was like no we i want to <laughs> want to have a meeting <laughs> that's awesome so i thought that was pretty good uh, text line real quick before we hit a break uh 405-651-3439 oh no people in norman loved you because you were the ou head coach i've never seen people actually bug coaches or players in that way we don't seem starstruck around here to me or maybe it's just me mm, it happens it happens you may have never seen it but it happens, and it's just here's the thing though. Like whenever you, whenever you decide like that's what you're gonna do, whether it's uh, be a coach or uh, be a football player, that that's gonna come with it. It's same thing if you're gonna decide to be uh, a rock star or an actor. That's that's part of it. You may not like it, but that's part of, of that gig. I uh, I did that twice as a kid. <laughs> One of <laughs> the first time was, dude, I think I was like 11 or 12. 
maybe out of the range where I should have stopped doing this. Mm-hmm. You remember the Chilinos that was down the street on Alameda? Sure. I don't know if that was a big yeah. uh, happening spot for you or not. Uh, yeah, we actually went there a lot in college. Rocky Kalmus was there with his family. Really? I uh, bugged him one time. He was cool about it. And then uh, JT Thatcher after the yeah. 2000 Kansas State game. Yeah, I had barbecue sauce all over my face <laughs> at a uh, Chili's on Ed Noble Parkway, and he was still cool about it. Wow. Yeah, what a loser, huh? How about that? Amazing. Amazing. I mean, at least clean yourself up before you're going to go do it. Which, was that one of those things where you thought, here's the, here's the deal that's bad about that, though. I don't think any – coach or, or player or anything has a problem with the with a kid like walking up and being like, hey, can I get a picture or, or whatever. It's like whenever dad's saying, hey, this is so-and-so, like, you don't know who it is, and they're like putting you, like pushing you over there to go take a picture, like putting you up to it. So, I don't know. It's Here's the thing. It's not that big of a deal. No, and and here, it, when you're making six, seven million dollars a year, comes with it's part of the job description so i will uh if you're gonna pay me 10 million dollars a year and that's you know something minor that i have to deal with and i when i go out i'll go ahead and deal with that one <laughs> <laughs> i'll deal with that but uh bv has the same face in every single like the same smile in every single picture have you noticed that yeah it almost looks like uh He's surprised yeah. by the picture. Yeah, yeah. Every, yeah you're doing it perfectly. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's like the same in every pick. Awesome. I wonder if it's because maybe he hasn't stopped talking and it's getting him like mid conversation or something. It's pretty funny. He is a creature of habit, man. I didn't know that it goes to pictures as well. He looks the exact same in every one. Yeah. What's this text there? You, you're hovering over. Uh, no, just. Uh, I mean, I can read it. Mule Shoe is going to find out real quick about. Feeling anonymous, what it's about in L.A. L.A. don't give a blank about him now and won't in the future. He has to remember he made that choice. I was talking the, about the one over there that says Teddy must be an introvert. Oh, yeah. Teddy must be an introvert. He gave me and my 10-year-old son the cold shoulder at last year's Iowa State game. Crying face emoji. Hmm. At last year's Iowa State game? Hmm. Did that happen? The cold shoulder, huh? Yeah, it may have happened. Um, guilty as charged on the introvert thing. I don't know. Was I going somewhere? Was I was I on a mission? I will admit, whenever I leave FanFest and go to the booth, I'm pretty much determined to get there. Don't meet your heroes, guys. <laughs> don't meet your heroes. You will be That's disappointed. You will be disappointed. All right, quick timeout, opening timeout. Keep hitting the text line, Air Comfort Solutions text line, 651-3439. We'll be back. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Fowler Auto Group is proud to be a part of your community where our passion and values lie far beyond the show. We believe that families, sports, art, and culture are at the heart of every thriving community. And it's important to us that we help build the communities that our dealerships call home. Stop by any of our six Oklahoma dealerships or visit FowlerAuto.com to see the Fowler Standard hard at work. We pride ourselves on being friendly, helpful, honest, and fair. That is what drives us every day. Fowler Auto Group, a proud partner of OU Athletics. Reliable, fast, affordable. OEC Fiber was founded on the same principles that brought us OEC 85 years ago. 
We are reinvesting in Oklahoma by bringing high speed. Remind you to live life, anchors up. We got to get to a Masters update. Scotty Scheffler is your leader right now at four under. Charles Swartzel and Sung J M are tied for second at three under. Both are done for the day. Dustin Johnson, a tied for fourth right now. He's two shots back at two under. He shot a one over today. He's done. Uh, what's Tiger doing? Is he limping and faking an injury since he's having a tough day? What's what's going on there? Uh. He was not playing well early on. He, I think he bogeyed three of the first four holes and uh, finally started to get it together a little bit. Birdie, the par five, number eight. Um, he's starting to really hit the tee shot better and hit another really nice tee shot. Par on nine and uh, hit a good tee shot here on ten. So it looks like he's starting to warm up a little bit, but not playing all that well. Short game. I, the pitches and stuff around the green is, is where he's really struggled day one and day two. This Masters Leaderboard Update brought to you by Blue College Drainage Solutions. It's springtime, and soon you will notice standing water around your yard and, most importantly, your foundation of your home. Call Blue Collar Drainage Solutions today. They are the experts in French drains in Oklahoma. 405-430-6828. That's 405-430-6828. I saw a list today. We uh, kind of reviewed the best non-conference games in college football yesterday. There's a list of the most embarrassing non-conference games <laughs> in all of college football this year. There's an in-state school that is mentioned at number one. Not even on the list, Teddy, but at number one on the list. On three says the most embarrassing non-conference game this year will be when Oklahoma State hosts uh, Arkansas Pine Bluff in football. And there's some pretty good reasons. Arkansas Pine Bluff has won 35 games in 10 seasons. But, 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 10 of those wins came in 2012. So Arkansas Pine Bluff has 19 wins in their previous seven seasons. Wow. Yet they will hit the road and play at Oklahoma State this year. I don't even know what they're – what are they? Are are they D, – I mean, D2, I think. D2? I don't – no, if OU plays them in baseball, OU's played them in baseball before, and they've been like the program that comes into town. And you're thinking, oh my god, this is this is unfair. Like anything could happen in a midweek game, like unless you play on the Arkansas Pine Bluff, right? They're not the greatest athletics program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to scan here. They may be, or they they may be one double A. Yeah, and it's and it's Arkansas past- Tech is Division Two. In its past five games against FBS opponents, which it's not a bunch of household names, we're talking about Akron, Arkansas, Arkansas State, FIU, and TCU. In their last five games against FBS opponents, they've been outscored 239 to 25, Jeez. an average score of 48 to 5. Wow. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty brutal. I, I wonder why they went, went that bad. Mm. Is, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's the price range they're they're in for Seriously. paying an opponent to come in. Maybe so, but this is Savannah State esque type of uh, type of game here with uh, Arkansas Pine Bluff. Yeah, they're they're um, they're one double A. They uh, they were one and seven last year. <laughs> one and seven. They scored a hundred and fifty eight points on the entire season. Jeez. <laughs> wow. 
That's brutal. Well, have fun paying for that game, Oklahoma State season ticket holders. Man, that's brutal. But, you know, we've had some brutal opponents ourselves uh, over the years. That is, that is true, and there was an article today that I was reading, like making the case that why don't we play these you know teams like that, why don't we play them in the spring as like a substitute for the spring game, which they had me on. I was yeah. like, okay, like as excited as I am for the spring game, if you even wanted to bring in South Dakota or Idaho State or oh God, who was in? I always want to say Coastal Carolina, Western Carolina right. last year. Yeah, man, I, I'm I'm all about that. They lost me though when they said you play 11 regular season games in the fall and then you play that one game in the yeah. spring. No, 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 no. That's no, stupid. No. You don't need to. You don't need to shorten the season, but you can have a game against someone else. Yeah, that's that. That's ridiculous to have a game that actually counts played. Six months before the rest of your other games, that is ridiculously dumb. I, I don't know why someone would come up with that, but having a joint practice or joint, like you don't have to play it like a game. You could just do moving the ball period and stuff like that. I think that would be cool. We've brought it up on the show before. Yeah. How how many more people do you think would show up for a spring? I mean, I guess it would still be called the spring the spring game, but. How many more people do you think would would show up if you were hosting an actual opponent versus just you know playing against yourself? Total sellout. I think it would be too. Total sellout. I think we'd be talking about filling up the lower bowl to, It'd and be, again, it doesn't have to be a marquee opponent, just anyone. anyone. Like make it feel like a game in the spring, and I think that you would sell it out totally, man. Any, there's no doubt about it. It would be treated like a uh, like a fall. Regular season game, I I think like fans may disagree with that, but I feel like it'd be a total sellout. You'd have tons of tailgating. It would be. It's just. It's like Christmas in April. I'll or, say or this: whatever. if the price point was the same as what the spring game is going to be this year, like yeah. if you had the yeah, yeah, opportunity yeah. to get an OU football ticket for ten bucks instead of paying. 75 bucks for face value to play Western Carolina in the spring. That that would be tough for a lot of people. But $10, I think you would I think you'd sell it out. You probably you probably would have to go more than $10, $15. Uh, you may have to go like 30 or something like that because again, it costs a lot of money to put those type of events on and Without a doubt, you would have to pay whoever you're playing True. to come in. Yeah. So and the going rate right now is pff, around a million dollars, I think, for some of those schools. To well, come that's in. for a. I, I think that price is higher because you're you're asking someone to take a guaranteed loss on their record for that year. Yeah, maybe you could pay them. Maybe you could give them a little bit less if those schools got another opportunity throughout the year to get a paycheck type of game. No, it wouldn't be like $1.8 million like we've seen with, with some teams getting. But, dude, even if it's which, two or three hundred k, I think you take that. Which is an interesting thing. You know, one of the, one of the pushbacks about – because I've always said that Division One, you should not be able to play someone that's not in Division One, And I would even say that you shouldn't be able to play someone that's not Power Five. 
if you're a Power 5 school. Hey, I- I'm fine with them playing it. Just don't charge the fans full price for those tickets. That's, well, that's what I ask. Well, one of the pushbacks is, but that's how those schools fund their athletic departments. Well, this is like the perfect like, transition for that. We're not going to schedule you in the fall, but we'll pay you to come in in the spring and you know, do the same thing you do in the fall. It's just not going to go on your record and you know, you can use that to supplement your your athletic budget if you'd like. Sean on the text line says coaches will never play a game in the spring because of the off chance you lose and people will immediately begin with why can't we win in the spring game? Right. Uh, but that's why I think everyone would play a like a guaranteed layup win. Well, what if you're terrible? Like, who are you going to play? As your, like, here's the other thing. Like, if you're terrible, you don't have to play one. It's not like it's a requirement, you know. I and you don't necessarily like I was saying. Like, you don't even necessarily have to keep score. It can be a, a joint practice, a moving the ball period, like what, like however you want to structure it. And you know, I. But here's the thing. Sean is correct in saying that coaches will never agree to it. And I, I don't even know if it's necessarily coaches. Like, you could probably convince a lot of coaches that it would be a great thing to bring a different team in to practice against. Like, for instance, if you are uh, – imagine if you're, for lack of a better option, Army, and you're a triple option team. You're not going to play another triple option team the entire year. It would be awesome to be able to practice against a different offense for your spring game, wouldn't it? Sure. Um, you know, so it's it'd be nice to to see some different, like Oklahoma right now. Oklahoma would probably love to be able to offensively go super fast, up tempo, like rocket speed, but defensively, it's probably. I mean, they're just not in a in a position right now to. To, to be able to defend against that in a really good, solid way. They're still trying to get there. It would be nice for Levy to be able to go rocket speed against the defense and the defense be able to to play someone and maybe get a little bit more out of it instead of just yeah, I, panicking I about what the call is and can we even get lined up right. Yeah. Uh, text line, I'd be all in on a spring game if it was against an HBCU to help fund those programs. Yeah, sure. that's, that's That's fine. Uh, why was last year's spring game limited limited for capacity? I don't remember. Was, was that it? A, was that a COVID deal? Oh, it was, yeah, it would have been COVID. I wonder if Arkansas Pine Bluff compares to Western Carolina. No. I don't think they compare to anyone. Is it true Teddy gives 10-year-olds the cold shoulder? Apparently. Apparently so. Apparently. I met Ted once and he signed an OU poster for me and he couldn't have been nicer. I no, uh, oh, I met Tyler a few times, and he was always very nice, but always in a rush. Ah, oh, look at true. that. You're trying to get out, huh? Man. Where, where at? Was that at Balfour? No. Because uh, it's an hour before game time. I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> partake in the festivities a little bit. Just yeah, saying. I mean, that's one of the things is y- you, never know, you never know what someone has just left. Um, you never know what mood they might be in. You never know where they're going and what their their time clock looks like. They may already be running late. Sometimes you just you just never know what the circumstances are. One of my friends in college had a huge crush on Teddy. Uh, that's pretty typical. And we saw oh my god, <laughs> we saw him out somewhere. 
I think we were bowling, maybe. She wanted me to go say hi with her. I was a bad wing woman. I told her just to talk to Teddy by herself. <laughs> Here's the deal. Uh, poor girl. She would have been so frightened. Uh, Teddy will flip off the pins if he throws gutter balls yeah. and yell obscenities at yeah. the pins yes. and at his bowling ball. Mm-hmm. Not the most inviting uh, time to go strike up a conversation with the old guy. We went bowling in college quite a bit. It's fun. Good times. Cheap beverages. Good, easy fun. Love bowling. BFC says the first time I met Ron Jeremy, he couldn't have been kinder. <laughs> he was great on the set, too, in later years. Jeez. Oh, jeez. BFC, there you go. Right on time. All right, good stuff. Keep the text line coming, folks. 651-3439, Air Comfort Solutions text line. We'll be back. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. At Riverwind, we put our hearts into everything we do. Our promise is simple. We're the best. You're simply the best. We promise you all the best new gaming experiences. We promise you the best food, drinks, and service. The one place with the rewards program of your dreams. That's what makes us number one. Only at The One. Another championship run for Sooner Softball is underway, and we've got you covered on The Ref. Hey, it's Chris Plank. You hear me on The Plank Show and Sooner Softball, and The Ref is excited about our new podcast covering every angle of this OU softball record-breaking season. Download Diamond Envy today as Tyler McComas teams up with current and former Sooners for all the latest on OU softball. Download new podcast weekly at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Diamond Envy is brought to you by Cavens Construction and Dr. Sadler with In Motion. We are looking at a pretty lopsided matchup, Jim. Ron, this newcomer has no idea what he's getting himself into. Let's go to the action. Jim, the size difference alone is staggering. Unbelievable, Ron, and this guy acts like he doesn't have a care in the world. What is he thinking? Every day, people tempt fate and die trespassing on railroad tracks. See tracks, think train. The world is full of anchors, meant to keep you in place. But the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them. So every time you raise a Pacifico, let it be a reminder to live life anchors up. Consider yourself at home this summer at the Sooner Theater. Your little star can be a star in performing arts summer camps for kids going pre-K through high school. Your kid can also be orphaned this summer in our summer stage camp, fourth through eighth graders doing Oliver Jr. And don't forget about our teens. They'll be slinging papers all the way to Santa Fe in Disney's Newsies. Or enroll your kiddo in one of our two-week non-audition camps. Camps begin May 31st with sessions running through July 29th. Enroll today at SoonerTheater.com or call 405-321-9600. Ah yes, spring is here, sandal season, summer is coming. Whether it's for walking, hiking, running the beach, or the pool, Brown Shoe Fit has you covered, and they have the perfect shoe for you. Hey, it's Chris Plank for Brown Shoe Fit and Norman, and they carry the top brands for your entire family. All your favorites, Brooks, Bionic, Chacos, Birkenstocks, New Balance, you name it, and Clark's, Steve has you covered. Brown Shoe Fit at 2427 West Main in Norman, behind the Chick-fil-A next to the Hobby Lobby. 
Reliable, fast, affordable. OEC Fiber was founded on the same principles that brought us OEC 85 years ago. We are reinvesting in Oklahoma by bringing high-speed fiber services to your homes, businesses, and schools. Make sure to visit us today at OECFiber.com to get started. OEC Fiber. We're taking internet, phone, and TV services where no one else will. Weather can take a toll on your fence. The name to know is Oklahoma's premier fence company, Van Hoos Fence. Van Hoos specializes in residential and commercial fencing in the OKC metro area. From chain link to vinyl fence, wood fence to railings, and specialty fences, Van Hoos does it all, and more importantly, they do it right the first time. Call Van Hoos Fence right now, 405-735-1167, or visit vhfence.com. Van Hoos Fence, their perfection is your protection. Inside Brown O'Haver Studios on this Friday, it is the rush on the ref, Tyler McComas and Teddy Lehman. Guess you were hanging out with DeMarco Murray last night? Yeah. What did he have to say? My yeah's a little rough today. I know. Everyone looks forward to that on Friday. It's like the new Friday tradition. Everyone's like, ugh, God, it feels like Monday again after hearing that. Um, He likes his group. He does. He he likes the young guys. Um. Getting good play from from Eric Gray says that uh, he's good all around professional back uh, handles himself carries himself like a pro um, leader in the group really likes what Lebby does talked a lot about Lebby and you know the as soon as he found out kind of what was going on with the offensive coordinator role. Um, I think his his first his first thought or you know maybe impression or what he had heard was that you know it was going to be a a heavy pass offense and whenever he started looking it up researching it watching it it's a misconception yeah and you know, I was like yeah it's they ran the ball more than anyone in the SEC last year and he's that's he was right on with that it's like yeah and you know they committed to the run game, power run game, uh, super balanced offense, be able to get his backs involved in multiple ways, not just the running game. Um, lots going to be asked of those guys uh, in, in a lot of things that they do. So I, he, he sounds like he's really on board with it. But, you know, he is, he is very low-key, very um, – measured and it's it's you don't ever see him really get too up too down too excited too upset yeah. you know he's very even kill I, I bet he gets pretty passionate though kind of behind the scenes a little bit I, I'm mm-hmm. sure that that's what everyone at Rudy saw last night with what you're talking about but mm-hmm. he seems seems like a guy that would get pretty pretty fired up in between the lines I um I, I agree with his assessment on on Levy on not being an air raid guy my only question f- for him would be, or, or really my only question about him, I should say, is, is he like a lot of other offensive coordinators out there? Is he like the previous head coach? It's easy to run the ball 
when, you know, the offensive line's opening up big holes, you're leading, everything's coming together offensively. Like, there's a lot of OCs out there that when it gets tough a little bit, they panic, and when they panic, they just say, oh, we got to throw it three consecutive downs. Like, is he one of those types of guys? Or even in tough situations when the offense is not rolling, the running game is maybe not there to start yeah. the game, is he going to stick with it? Or is he going to be a guy that quickly abandons um, the running game? Judging by the numbers last year, he won't, but we'll, we'll see what, what happens this year. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's something that we're going to have to kind of see how it plays out. Now, I'll tell you, he's, for the first time, Levy will be being an offensive coordinator for a defensive head coach. Yep, that's true. And Coach Venables is – he is he's going to have a conservative mindset whenever it comes to some of those those situations you know um i don't think he's going to want lebby to abandon the run i don't think he's going to want lebby to go forward on a ton of fourth downs uh you know within reason i'm sure he will but not like on your own territory and stuff like that so I don't know. It could be a little bit different dynamic for Lebby with Venables at the helm. But the other part of it is I think Venables is smart enough and has been around it enough that he's going to let his coordinators coordinate. Sure. And if if Lebby he's, – he's going to trust Lebby's judgment until – yeah, if he tries to run a jet sweep in overtime at the Rose Bowl, <laughs> that's when he steps in and says, yeah, let's not do that. Let's not get too cute here. But Which I loved one of those responses did you, on your – I was going to bring that up. That was Sean, I think, that said that. Um, what Gets the show. Someone out there gets the show. Yeah, so the question was, it's on our Twitter page, at Sports Talk 1400. Ton of interaction there. I tweeted out a scenario. OU is down four points with three seconds left and has the ball at the opponent's one-yard line. Which player, former or current, are you giving the ball to for the winning touchdown? And Sean said, jet sweep to Smallwood or short side option with Kyler Murray. That's so funny. Uh, it's funny, but it hurts still. So mm. funny. Um, I think Blake Bell may have gotten the most submissions on this. And you know what's funny? It took me forever to even think about Blake Bell, and then I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, that's probably the way you should go. Someone yeah. said Stalker McDougal. Yeah, he scored a touchdown, right? Um, 99. Did, did he? Uh -huh. Stalker McDougal? In what game? What game was that? I'm not sure what game it was. I, I think it was a non-conference game early in the year. 99, uh, Indiana State, Louisville, Notre Dame. Those were the three non-con games that year. They played Louisville that year? They played at Louisville, yeah. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure someone yeah, will. Uh, text someone us will let us know. Maybe Stalker's listening, and, and uh, he'll let us know. I don't know. Who yeah, knows? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what game it was, but I feel like they they did give him the ball. What's uh, What's the correct answer, by the way? I Obviously, not Blake Bell for you because it took you forever to get to it. I, no, I think that is it. I think it is Blake Bell. I mean he he was probably the most successful short yardage and goal line back that we had, right? 
I feel like it only got stuffed once or twice. Very rarely. And in fact, they probably win at Baylor in 2011, the game that kind of cemented the Heisman for RG3. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't feel like I am. OU scored late, to, and they were down one. And OU was going to go for a two-point conversion. They were going to go to the belldozer. That was the first year of the belldozer. And I think they had a false start. Something happened. They backed it up, and they kicked the extra points. And then Baylor throws that long touchdown pass to, to win the game. I think it was RG3 to Terrence Williams. But um, I, I don't know. May, maybe the, the, belldozer, the belldozer won you the 2012 Bedlam game, or at least helped you get into mm-hmm. overtime. Remember that play? Last play of the of regulation, gotten you to overtime. Yeah, they, they may win that 2011 Baylor game too if there's not a false start or whatever the penalty was. Too bad they didn't have it uh, against Florida in the 08 national championship. Wow, no, I don't. Too think, soon? It, I don't think anyone needed to really hear that today. <sighs> it wouldn't be too soon if that wasn't the last national title game appearance, <laughs> but. You threw that one out there for some unknown reason. Hey, I'm just used to taking all the arrows here from you about games that uh, we lost whenever I was at OU, so I thought maybe I'd throw a jab out there. Well, it just didn't you keep land throwing me. jabs God. like that, then I'll, I'll start to throw jabs next hour. Trust me. All right. T. Marshall, I see that on there. That's not a bad one. All right, quick time Wouldn't out. Would he need a clip from Rocky to get in the end zone? But perhaps. Too soon. Perhaps. Too soon. Quick time out. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up. Hour number one next. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. Do you or your loved ones need health insurance? Call the insurance experts at Allison Insurance. Bob and Robert Allison have over 75 years of combined experience, and their team wants to ensure you that they have the health care solutions to fit your needs. Call 405-745-2968 and they can help you with Medicare supplements, your HSA, and more. Get the best insurance for you and your family by calling Allison Insurance today at 405-745-2968. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. CCW Safe offers service membership plans for concealed carry permit holders. If members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides the best defense attorneys in the U.S., expert witnesses, and investigators specially trained in use of force lawsuits and investigations. Membership plans start at $149 per year for a single membership. Visit CCW Safe at CCWSafe.com. The Women's Choice Awards are in for 2021, naming Norman Regional Health System as one of the country's best hospitals in multiple categories. These awards put Norman Regional in the top 10% in heart, stroke, and emergency care in the country. Norman Regional undergoes rigorous evaluations and prides itself on offering personalized care that caters to the needs of women. Visit normanregional.com to learn more. The Territory Golf and Country Club in Duncan, Oklahoma offers an over 7,100-yard championship course filled with mature trees, natural elevation changes, and the picturesque Stage Stand Creek meandering through the course. The Territory is consistently rated as a top 10 course in Oklahoma, features a fantastic clubhouse, the Prairie House Restaurant, and many other amenities. Contact Aaron Hess at 580 475 0075 extension 204 for membership options. 
Jets New York Slice is glad to be cooking lunch and dinner for you. That's right, Jets New York Slice is open and more. We have all your favorite pies hot and ready when you arrive. Order by the slice or the pie. We have all your favorite toppings and crusts. Wanting pasta, sandwiches, or salad? Jets New York Slice has it ready for dine-in or pickup. Call in your order at 237 237- 3001 or swing by for dine-in or pickup east off of I-35 off 19th Street near the USC Federal Credit Union. Holy hail damage! Are you or your loved ones looking for a trustworthy and affordable roofing company after the storms? Look no further than Elite Roofing Systems, a sooner-born, sooner-bred, locally-owned roofing company. Elite Roofing has been helping homeowners and commercial property owners across the greater OKC area get beautiful, functional roofing systems at reasonable rates. Call Craig Cox and the team at Elite Roofing Systems today at 405-361-3094 for a free evaluation and estimate today. At Norman Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, we are committed to serving our community. Our 24-hour emergency services keep you at ease, knowing day or night, rain or shine, we'll be there for you and your family. Since 2008, it's been our mission as a family-owned business to provide you with the highest quality workmanship and top-notch customer service. So give us a call today or visit us online at normanair.com. Norman Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, the company you can count on. Hi, I'm Matt Klaus, Market President of Alliance Bank. It's not easy running a small business. Equipment breaks, receivables aren't coming in quickly, and there's always the dreaded task of payroll. At Alliance Bank Norman, we offer small business owners products and services to help get these financial obstacles out of your way so you have more time to do what makes your business money. Stop in or call us today at 405-286-5750 and we'll help your small business make a big impact. Have you or someone you know suffered a loss to your home or business from the recent storms in the southern Oklahoma areas? Before you accept a settlement, call Brown O'Haver at 405-735-5510. Brown O'Haver is a local-based company helping Oklahomans with claims since 1988 with preparation and expert analysis detailing your loss and insurance settlement. Brown O'Haver can give you peace of mind and make sure you're getting what's yours. Call Brown O'Haver today, 405-735-5510, and make sure they're working for you. Ah yes, spring is here, sandal season, summer is coming. Whether it's for walking, hiking, running the beach, or the pool, Brown Shoe Fit has you covered, and they have the perfect shoe for you. Hey, it's Chris Plank for Brown Shoe Fit and Norman, and they carry the top brands for your entire family. All your favorites, Brooks, Bionic, Chacos, Birkenstocks, New Balance, you name it, and Clark's, Steve has you covered. Brown Shoe Fit at 2427 West Main in Norman, behind the Chick-fil-A next to the Hobby Lot. Citra Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you hour number one, hour number one of the rush on this Friday. Matt on the text line, he's got a good idea for fourth and goal at the one. Three seconds left down by four. He wants the Baker zone read just like they did against Tennessee. Not bad. There are some guys to where, you know, Baker isn't the most. Baker doesn't look like Billy Sims out there running or Samaj P. Ryan or any of the many great running backs here at OU. But there's some guys that you just wouldn't bet against. And though Baker is not the greatest runner in OU history, Baker's one of those guys where, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and trust him in that situation to get one yard. And he yeah. did that night against Tennessee. Yeah, man. You, you feel like he um, just somehow is going to find a way, whether it's uh, – 
whether it's him doing it himself or scrambling around and finding an open guy, just you feel like he would uh, find a way to get it done. There's no doubt about that. But I don't know. Here's the here's the good thing. We've got tons of great options at at running back. I mean, we could we could go through a list of five, six, eight, ten guys that would be an outstanding option. No wrong option. answer, man. There's, I mean, there's really Demond not. Parker. Even you know, he's one of the guys we forget to talk about quite a bit. He was excellent. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hour number two's next. Hey, Sooner fans, we've got you covered. Twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, three hundred sixty five days.